Oh, hello. It's Ellen Briggs. And it's Mandy Nolan. Yeah, here we are. I was <sighs> going to try and do a big applause thing. I did it by accident before, but now <laughs> no, I can't do it. Funny. You know when you do something by accident and then you can't do it? The second time. Yeah. Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that happens like that. You do it the first time and then I'll give it a crack the next time. Can't do it. No. Um, we are Women Like Us. This is our podcast. Welcome. This is our Love and Hate podcast. And today we're talking about wildlife. Yes, it seems like an unusual topic to have love and hate on. Um, we are talking about Australian wildlife too. Yeah. Um, I haven't had much experience with wildlife from other countries, have you? No. No, not at all, actually. When I've been in other countries, oh, monkeys. Yeah, in what I, country? Bali. Oh, yeah. Don't okay. love monkeys. No. I think they're, I don't want to say I don't love them. I think they're pretty cool. I think they're like awesome what they do, but and I don't really like them gorgeous. coming near me. I do not like them jumping on me or taking my stuff. No. And it freaked me out when or wanking I'm, near you. They're often doing that. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're always. Um, they do love those tiny little yeah. fingers, and they've got that real creepy little yeah. face. They are just gorgeous, and it's kind of that funny thing is you go that I don't. Like, it's hard to hate anything like that, but you don't really hate. But sometimes you might be uncomfortable. Yes. With and the thought the monkey kind of scared me a bit. I don't know if anyone else is scared. Oh of yeah. Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. When we were in Malaysia, we walked up some big stairs to a big Buddha or something and there were monkeys everywhere and they were attacking people and trying to get into people's handbags and it's hilarious when it's not happening to you. It's like being swooped by a magpie. Yeah. There's nothing funnier. What if? and then, When it's not happening to I you. Know. And, you know, exactly that happened to me with a bush turkey recently where I went down. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to a temple to see a Buddha. It's so funny. Like the last thing you do here would be go to a church or a temple just to have a look. At a church, like a church or a temple, but when you're overseas, you're like you're oh, yeah. fully you checking go? out the churches, the temples. Yeah. Anyway, I was on the beach, the much better temple, and I was as I was walking down, I noticed and I was laughing. It was really amazing surf, and I could see all these um, heaps of bush turkeys everywhere, and they were going while people were surfing. They were gone through their bags, <laughs> like pulling <laughs> things out, and I was just laughing. You know, I was with a friend. I went, "How funny is that?" Look at those, they're going to come back here and they've been absolutely looted. They were looting them, looking for food and taking stuff. And they take stuff back to those giant nests yeah. that they make. So I go right up the beach and put my stuff down, go for a swim. And it's a bit of a rough day, so I'm not really enjoying it. My friend, I don't know where he went, he was down the other end. And I came out and I went, oh, my God, I've been robbed. My bag's open. My wallet was out um, and my wallet was open. Um, the cards were slightly pulled out. <laughs> um, my keys, I couldn't find my keys anywhere, my, my car, new car keys to my no. new car. Um, they they were nowhere. Um, also, I, um, what all, oh, it was just like I couldn't, and then, then I realised my dress was missing <laughs> and I went, I've been robbed. And then I realised I had my keys, they were right down in my bag. And then I looked and I went, I think the turkey's done this. And the turkey... Stole my clothing, like actually stole my dress. There is a really nice cotton sundress that is now making getting the f- around yeah, on a it's, turkey. It's now in a big mound, and it was. Oh, I like to think that one of them's wearing it. I know, isn't it? Well, she's getting cute. around, going, "Hey, hey, hey, hey say, look at me! This, this used is... to be Mandy Nolan. <laughs> yeah, look at this! Gobble, gobble, gobble! Yeah, <laughs> talk about a bush turkey. Um, well, yeah. That's, oh, that's funny. Have you ever had an animal intervene in your private space? Yeah. I mean, I live in the bush. So, yeah. yes, a lot. Um, lots of snakes. 
Lots of snake stories. Yes, yeah, probably the one closest to me, like actually touching my body, was you know the big palm fronds, yes, that come off the palms. So our old dog Nelson, he used to if he picked it up, that real big bit at the end, he used to love getting hold of that and having a tug of war. And I was all dressed to go out one day, and one was across the like the back of my car, and I went, I'll just chuck that on the pile where we throw them all. And I picked it up really fast so he couldn't grab it because I didn't want to have a tug of war with him because I was all dressed to go out. I picked it up and held it above my head and a snake fell out of it. Oh, my God. Down my arm, onto my shoulder <gasps> and down my back. And I fucking ran around for about five minutes just like screaming and writhing. I was like Peter Garrett. What kind of was it a python? It was a whip snake. Oh. Yeah. So a little skinny one. But nevertheless, a snake. And you don't know that it's that snake. Oh, when a away. snake falls on you. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Oh. It's not great. Yeah, that's when you go, oh. And I'm okay with snakes, as you know. I'm kind of okay with them. I'll, I've, I've karate chopped one once <laughs> because it was, well, look, I know you shouldn't intervene in nature, but it was eating, it was trying to get one of my green frogs, which lives at my house. And I don't know, have you ever heard a green frog when it's being attacked? No, it sounds like a baby. Like it oh. fully goes, Meh, and it's really loud. And I went, oh, not on my watch. And so I went up and just gave it a quick little karate chop and went, stop it. And it quickly retreated. <laughs> just went, uh-oh. Ellen, yeah. well, Ellen thinks said no. Thinks it's a bird trying to get it or something, you like know. Like a pecky thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's full on. So that, what else have Those I? Those snaky things think, like my my mum when she was growing up, her best mum is terrified of snakes because mm. my grandmother, her mother, has an absolute, my grandmother couldn't even look at snakes on TV. If a, snake, well, if a snake came on TV, she'd go, turn it off, turn it off, and she'd look away because she couldn't even watch it on a nature program. But I think that's a little bit far. I, well, like, do you know, Mandy, I used to not be able to look at a spider in a book. Oh. I was so terrified of them. Really? Yeah. Spider, well, I think, yeah, I could, um, well, it's obviously a problem. We'll get on to the spiders later. Yeah, okay. Got some good spider stories. Yeah, it's obviously spider in a book. I've yeah. got some spider stories for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And the deep psychological meaning from Freud that lies behind oh, this. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so like we're going to find that. some stuff out about Ellen Briggs. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> maybe me. <laughs> uh, so my mum's best friend um, was the daughter of one of, do you know those families that used to travel around with snake shows? Yeah. So they had their own travelling snake show. And so her friend Marilyn um had a giant python which was called Kootlu, I think it was called Monroe. Um, it was around that time of the Marilyn Monroe sort of thing. Anyway, so they were about, about 14 or so and mum would go over to visit and Marilyn would just have the python wrapped around her, a giant. Yeah. And mum would just be like totally, she said I was just freaked out the whole time, I couldn't stand it looking at it and it would just be like occasionally she'd whack it in a basket. But that was kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. Like your best friend's family just happens to be snake show people. Yeah, wow. And your mother can't watch them on TV. Yeah, <laughs> far out. That's just full on. Yeah. yeah. My ex had a pet snake, pet, pet python. Not when you were together. Yeah. What did you, where did yeah. you have it in the bedroom? It was it. No, it wasn't in the bedroom. It was just in the lounge room in a um. Like so a you fish lived? Tank. Did you live with? It was just there when you came over. It was at his house. Yeah, and it was his and his brothers. And then when we moved out together, it stayed at his brothers. Yeah, it wouldn't be coming. Didn't come to the house, but I, you know, I used to sleep there and everything, and it was fine. He used to get it out, and they, when when they're fed, it's really gross. What know, happens? That, well, you know, they feed them um, frozen rats. 
So they just put a rat in there and then the snake just kind of slowly, you know. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it's faces just stretching out to get the rat. It's kind of disgusting watching them eat. I mean, they can eat They can eat a possum. They're real big ones. You know, you sometimes yeah. see those photos. Like I wouldn't say I love snakes, but I have. I do love pythons. I do love the big python. I think they're just such a beautiful kind of, I mean, until you piss one off. You I do have, have, I have footage on my phone, which is very funny because I'm constantly stopping the car so pythons don't get run over. I did it myself recently. There was a big python on the road and it obviously eaten something. They don't like to move much when they've yeah. eaten. So I stopped the traffic. Then I stopped it the other way and there's two dudes sitting in cars. This is on a my country road. And I was a little bit scared yeah. moving it along. So I, like, I just kind of went, okay, if I just touch it with my foot, it'll just move along. That's what they normally do, right? So I just touch it with my foot and it opens its mouth and turns around and just goes, Wah! in my face. Did you freak out? Fuck yeah. And <laughs> the two guys are in their car just pissing themselves. So then I went, okay, I'll get a stick. Yeah. But stupidly, with a stick, you have to lean down even closer to it. Oh, Ellen. And it did it again, big wide mouth. Then this farmer that I know called Alan came along and he just gets out of the car and gets like a big bit of 4B2 and he's talking to the snake. He's like, come on, you bloody dickhead. Get off the road, you bloody thing. Oh, yeah, you have it. And it's fully attacking the big thing. So basically it was in pain because it had eaten something, probably a chalk because it was right near another farmer's chook pen and it didn't want to move and it was nice and warm on the road. It's going, hang on. But this farmer's like, come on, you bloody dickhead, off you get, come on. And he ended up getting off the road. But, fuck, the two guys in the car were wetting themselves. But I, one night we stopped and my husband Alex got out and same thing happened. He goes to move it and I was videoing it and he shit himself. It was so, It's so funny when it happens to someone else. And it's not you. If it happened to me, yeah. I would shit myself. <laughs> yeah, and I would laugh my head off. I did have to scream. I had a, this, my cat kept trying to bring in baby brown snakes into my house. That's never good. No, and I could. Is that your old cat or your new one? No, it's a new one. It doesn't do it now. Bettina, <laughs> Frankie, the real angry one. Yeah, but you know why I call her Bettina? What's that? Because she doesn't like women. I oh, like Bettina. Yeah, aunt. Bettina. Yes, aunt. Bettina. Aunt. That's a good name for her. Mm. The woman hating cat hates me. Loves my husband, and yeah. he hates cats, and that's what a bitch my cat is. Yeah, she's mean. I kind of love her for it. Anyway, when she was, it's that terrible thing cats do when they're young. And now she's old and fat. She doesn't really kill any wildlife. Yeah. You know, she just, she, she but she did try to catch a few things early, early in her career. Yeah. And she would bring them in the house to show John Manley um, yep. that, look, I've caught this. And twice I caught her bringing in a baby brown. It wasn't dead. It was fully oh, alive. And she no. just had it. And I went, <gasps> and it's, it's, I don't know why I could just hit. There's a weird noise cats make when they've mm, got something, mm. and it's like, and I know her noise. She just kind of goes like this mm. weird noise, and I went, "Oh my god, what?" I went, "What has she got?" Because you don't want it dropped on you in bed. No, that's one of my big fears of a cat dropping something yeah. on you in bed like that. And and I went, "It's a brown." I went, "Oh my god, she's got a little baby. She's got a baby brown. Like it's about maybe eighty centimeters wow. long." Wow. You know, yeah. it's not tiny. It's no. like a decent size. She's lucky she didn't get bitten. Hey? I don't know how she didn't get bitten. Mm. Um, I guess they got really small mouths. Oh, they can still they can still kill you though. The little ones. Yeah, I know, and they're yeah. really toxic. Yeah. So they she picked up the snake, um, but imagine if she dropped it in the house. Yeah. Went under the furniture. We would know. Yeah, no, and then we could just stand. Ivy or someone could have. St- I got. Oh, could have, we could have, imagine getting bitten we by a snake. We could have died after watching Friends. 
Oh, imagine dying by snake bite. Well, That'd be, be fucked. Horrible. And you wouldn't even, anyway, that yeah. was freaky. So I had to, I saw it coming and I got her to drop it. I just yelled. I had no undies on. I just had a T-shirt on because I'd just woken up. Did you sleep with a T-shirt and no undies? I don't, that day I did. It's not always <laughs> the way. But somehow, for some reason, I had a lot longer T-shirt on. No undies. Okay. I always sleep no undies. You've got to air yeah, out Yeah, I always sleep no undies. But... I was a longer T-shirt and I might air have been... <laughs> Not a Tupperware container, especially, especially <laughs> in this in this wet weather. Yes, you do. You don't want mould. You, you gotta dry it out. <laughs> It'll get all musty. I should put it in it anyway. So <laughs> uh, maybe I was in my office doing some work and hadn't bothered putting any undies on. Forgot, heard the sound, run out. Then next minute, I've got a broom. I'm sta- and the snake's loose on my back area, and I'm trying. The cat's trying to get it. <laughs> Sounding worse. And You've got no undies on. The snake's <laughs> loose on your back area. <laughs> and I'm turning the, into Benny Hill. Yeah, I've got the broom and I'm trying to go, get out, get out. And I'm yelling really loud. And over the back, my neighbour, who's the old vet. Oh, yeah. Neil. Neil, lovely Neil Farquhar. Yeah. Turns to his lovely wife and he goes, that's a weird noise Mandy's making. Sounds like a snake. Oh. Like, you know how the cat made a snake noise? Yeah, well, he could identify you have a snake noise. My snake noise. So he came over um, and... Saw you with no pants no on. No pants on, standing on. <laughs> I went, I'm so sorry, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get down and get pants. Oh, no. I just had to pull, you know, when you pull your yeah. T-shirt down, but when you do that, all you do is hide your vagina and show yeah. your ass. So I did. <laughs> anyway, Neil dealt with it. He got it off the he bed. He got rid got of it. it off he got it out. He's good. He's good. And yeah. and I went inside and I've got some pants. Yeah. And I went, that shows you. Never Always get weird. up. <laughs> never work outside of your pants. So you need your pants on in this country because you never know. I had a snake incident. Eight o'clock in the morning in my suburban house, and I'd sh- if I'd had like I should have had pants on. <laughs> and no, it wouldn't have changed it. You no. might have just felt a little bit braver. Yeah, I know, I know. It's hard to feel brave with no pants on. Oh yeah, I know. So very vulnerable. It could have gone up there. <laughs> could have taken up residence. <laughs> we had a funny thing. We, this is years and years ago before I really understood snakes because I think that's the that's the key. We, you're scared of yeah. them because you don't really understand them. In our other house, we had this tiered back wall, and I saw what I thought was one snake, one big brown snake, and we called the snake guy that lives around where we are, and he yeah. came and it turns out it was two snakes and they were mating, mm. and he caught the male but not the female she got away and he goes to me and they're big ones he goes okay so um either they've mated and she'll have babies soon so you have a heap of little baby ones around or she'll keep on sending out pheromones to um (laughs) attract other brown males so you might have other big ones and i'm like oh great anyway so off he goes and Alex goes, I'm going to set a trap. Now, this is very Alex. He goes, he makes a trap. He goes up to the shed and he starts building and he makes this trap because he, he, we didn't want to kill it. So it's like a long, you know, wooden structure with all 
chicken wire around it. I thought you meant like snake porn. <laughs> like these pictures of snakes just really yeah. kind of go, So can hello. she go, ooh, hello. Yeah, there's like a big Chris Hemsworth snake in there. She yeah. goes, oh, hello. Hello. Um, it's got a bit of PVC pipe with a little um, flap on the end with a weight so she can only go in one way. Once she goes in, it shuts. Look how she he's can't. thinking I know, true. right? I know. So he goes to the shop and buys two mice. <sighs> Yeah. And comes home and I open up the box and they're the two cutest little mice oh, no. ever. And I, I said, oh, my God, well, I can't put them in there. And he goes, oh, I felt really bad. Like I went in to buy them and the lady said, uh, are, they for, are they for your kids? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. <laughs> so she picked really nice ones. <laughs> anyway, we put the mice in there. Then he goes off to work. Uh-oh. So... And then days go by and there's no snake in there and there's two mice trapped in the trap. And that's not a trap. It's a mice home. And I'm feeding them now. So I'm going up into the garden yeah. where the snake was. And she used to come out every day. You would see her come out into the sun every day. Now I had two two-year-olds at this stage. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, she never, she never went in there. And then I thought the mice got out somehow. So I go to the mouse shop. The mouse shop, the pet store, <laughs> the to, mouse buy two, shop. to buy two more mice. And she, oh. goes, she goes, oh, are they for your kids? And I said, no, they're to trap a snake. She goes, oh, you have these two. And they were two like, like, you know, one-eyed one sort of thing. Yeah. They're like 50 cents each. Wow, you could have got terrible $5 worth. Anyway, I put them in there. Next thing, four mice because the other two were just hiding. So then I'm up there every day feeding four mice, wheat bix and water. <laughs> And wow. Never caught the snake. Oh, but you had a mouse farm. But yeah. you did create a mouse plague in the area. Well, I ended up cutting open the trap and letting the mice free. Oh, Ellen, that's yeah. naughty. Well, I had to. Yeah, it's all right. I couldn't kill them. This, I, I mean, the snake never came back. Obviously, she had a root. She just left. And so then I was panicking, going, oh, they're going to be babies. But oh. yeah, we had lots of, we've had lots of snake, snake stories. They're kind of. You know, I had one recently, as you know, big brown snake hanging around the house. That was quite scary. That stressed me out quite a bit. Yeah, that would stress me out quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. You but know. You, it's where we live. You have to live with them, don't you? Well, you do. Yeah. And that's part of it. One and of the some things... people hate them. I don't, I'm, I'm not big on killing them. I just think most of the time if you can let them go, yeah. it's really the best thing. They don't want to be, they don't want to be near you either. No, they don't. No. I do I do find a lot of um I mean there are Australia does have a lot of wildlife. I mean it's always talked about in comedy, but a lot of it is quite killy. Killy, isn't it? Like yeah. you know, those box jellyfish and scorpions. Scor- oh, scorpions. Oh, little thing. We had a scorpion in the house not long ago. They don't kill you though. They can make you really sick. Yeah. Oh, their little hooked tail Comes they up. can make you sick. I've never like have you ever seen a funnel web? Not in real life. But I yeah, because you wouldn't be able to look at a funnel web. Well, tell me about this spider I could, thing. No, I'm all right now. So this is years ago. I could not even – we've got a big wildlife book so I can identify wildlife when I see it. And you know I love a bird so I'm yeah. always looking through. And I had to paperclip the section that had the spiders <laughs> so I never accidentally saw a spider in there. That's how scared I so was. So what happens when you saw so an actual this. spider in the house? Oh, well, here's one. When I was pregnant there was a huge huntsman and as you know we do get very big huntsmen here – there was a huge huntsman in my laundry, right? Mm. And I sprayed it. I sprayed so much spray. I, I had a towel wrapped around my head because I thought I would gas myself and kill my unborn children. My God. <laughs> I sprayed it. It was white and it was sliding down Aww. the wall. I know. Really I know. Sad. I know. And then I had to call my friend Kate the next day 
and say to her, can you come and get this spider out of my laundry? And she knew how scared I was and, you know, I was worried about Mm. how stressed I was. And she came over and opened the laundry door and she goes, Ellen, it's dead. And I went, yeah, I know. I couldn't even I couldn't, couldn't even, even touch do it a dead, dead one. one. No. No. And I went I think I had a doctor's appointment that day or the day after or something and my blood pressure was really high and I told the doctor about that and he said you actually need to have therapy. You can't live you can't live like that. And it just was exposure therapy. So exposure therapy. Did I won't, you do therapy? I won't no I didn't. I well I did my own therapy. Yeah. I won't kill them now. We had a massive one on the front door last night and normally I go out that way to take the dog to go to the toilet before he goes to bed and I just went, oh, I'm just going to use another door and just that, left him alone. Yeah, you can leave them alone. And they do go away. Yeah. I've had them drop. I would never kill one now. But then drop on me. I know there's big ones. There's, they're the one things I'm, I'm actually, I don't li- like huntsmen mm. quite, I don't want them to land on me. I'd freak out, but I'm, I can have it on the wall. Yeah. And it's okay. And I don't I, think they do try and jump on people and stuff though. Unless you're trying to get them, then I guess they're trying to jump it's by away. By accident, they kind of fall slip. on you or something. Or slash slip. Hey, this is a good. Well, you know this. You know this story. You know I love a bun in my yeah. hair. So one night I've been at work and I have my bun on, and I'm parked up at our shed. And when you walk down to our house, there's trees on either side. And as I was walking through, I walked through a big spider web. And I you was must like, hate oh, walking shit. through spider webs. Yeah. So I went. Oh bloody hell! What you know. Anyway, got through it, got into the house. I think I went and, you know, checked on the kids, blah, 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 went went to bed, go into my bathroom and turn the light on. <gasps> and on my bun is a mouse spider. Now, do you know what they look like? They're big brown ones. Big, hairy, like big bodies on them, big, hairy bodies. <sighs> they can and, really bite. Well, I've gone, it gets worse, <laughs> I've gone, <laughs> fuck, and flicked it. Uh-oh. It had babies on its ass. You know oh, how they kept, yeah. Oh, so hundreds of little babies oh, came down my head. Oh, Ellen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sprayed my head <laughs> with, with, with fly spray. I sprayed my whole head, my whole face. I got into the shower. I was fucking screaming like a lunatic. Like they literally came down my head like water, like just all over me. And then, of course, I've sprayed more teen all through the bun, which already has hairspray. Can't get it. And then I wet it. It became like this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. But of course, I had to get it out. It's like the worst thing you'd ever had to. It's the worst. How long ago was this? Oh, that was probably 10 years ago. That was the exposure therapy. Yeah. Once you'd had (laughs) that, it was like, like, I can bring it on, spiders. Because you could have blacked out. Yeah, I could have smacked my head on the sink the way I was carrying on. I know. That is really <laughs> full on. Yeah, that's terrible. They do, animals have a way of doing it. I do love frogs. I love, love frogs green frogs. Too. But Me too. One freak, I only had an accident once because I was, have you ever had a frog jump on you in the yes. dark while you're driving? Yeah. No, not while I'm driving, <laughs> but one, when I'm walking outside, they often do. That's okay. I was yeah. driving home from Woodford Festival. And hitching a ride. It was in the car. And then as I'm on the highway, oh, yeah, that it, the, I felt this thing just lurch on and like onto my face. Oh no. And I'm just I went, you're, ah. you're in the car with people, and the driver goes, ah. <laughs> and I literally put the brakes on and it was still going. And I'm trying to get out, like trying to, I didn't know what was it was just oh, this terrible no. reaction of going. Yeah. yeah. I remember one night we were in bed and I heard like this kind of yeah. and Alex goes, 
did you just slap my shoulder? And I went, no. And he goes, can you turn the light on, please? And I went over the light and there's a green frog just sitting on his shoulder looking at him. And he said it just felt like a hand. That's adorable. Isn't it cute? It's just That's like, going, what are you doing? That's a cute little animal story. Yeah. There's lots of lovely. I mean, a part of all the... Um... What's your favourite Australian animal? Oh, that's always really hard because I do like lots of them. I do like, I have to, I think it, it is the wombat. Me too. I love a wombat. I know, I do love a wombat. And I do have a real soft spot for lizards. Yeah, I like lizards, little blue tongues oh, and those water dragons. Necks, those stupid little frill necks. I just like the how. The shingle backs, what about those ones? The oh. black, real slimy ones. They look, yeah, they're pretty cool. I do love the way they kind of walk and they yeah. stop. They kind of walk and they stop. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Well, those water ones get up on their hind legs mm. and kind of run. Yeah, they're gorgeous. We've got a whole lot of water dragons that have just hatched in our oh, pool, which is cute. really nice. They're really adorable. I do like them. And I, I love a bird. Mm, you do love birds. I do love birds. Um, my fav- my, probably my favourite bird would be the magpie. Plain old magpie. I love a magpie. There's nothing plain about a magpie. They're very complex, aren't very they? Very complex, yeah. Well, what do you love about a magpie? Well, I, lo- I just love... I love them. We've, we've had the same two living here since we moved in here and we've been here 16 years now. Wow. Same two. They, um, Alex they've and had Ellen. lots of babies. <laughs> they've had lots of babies. Fucking great parents. This year they had four. Wow. Poor things. So I helped them out with food and stuff. I just, I love how um, they, they just kind of go about their business. They've never swooped us. They follow me around when I'm mowing, get all the lizards and shit that... You know, I haven't run over. My grandmother, um, the one that was scared of the snakes, I did a painting of her once and it was called My Grandmother on Valium Being Swooped by Magpies in the Park (laughs) (laughs) because it happened. And I did this. Someone bought the drawing. It was such a weird drawing. And it happened. And she had been, my grandmother had been on like very high doses of Valium for 20 years. So she was pretty well zonked out. And one day walking through the park, poor lady um, got a really badly attacked by Mag. She ended up in, oh, hosp- they can be she went up in so hospital. Vicious. But because she, I think, uh, the thing that I always thought of was that because she was on Valium, you know, your responses to things like that yeah. would have been like so much slowed down anyway. Like, like a sloth. Yeah, trying to push off. off. Yeah, she got hospitalised. Like she was bleeding and had to be stitched up all through her head. Well, remember our friend Lindsay Webb, his wife? Yeah. She was riding a push bike and got swooped and she, I think she broke her arm and she had yeah. head injuries. And You do see people with some pretty bad helmets to survive. <laughs> I actually sent Charlie to school once. It's I couldn't, so funny. You know, I, I couldn't find any um, cable ties oh, to yeah. put. So I got a drum, like I had a drumstick <laughs> and it was like a, med- a thing. And it's just, I went, no, because he was terrified. I went, that's fine. Because when we first moved to where we are, which had originally been obviously a... Um, Farm. Big. Like it would be a big paddock. Grazing paddock. And the magpies that occupied the trees there, which are still there, um, but they fight all... There's a lot of territory do, fighting over there. Well, you do have quite a gnarly magpie right at the entrance to your estate because whenever I walk there during magpie yeah. season, I get hammered. Yeah. And I just know he's going to be there, so I pick up a stick. Yeah, and you go. He still has a go. Well, this one used to be... Ready and as soon <laughs> had the kids, I had one of the kids from next door on pinned to the ground, like swooping and swooping, and like and they couldn't get up. No, kid was screaming. I went out and had to rescue the kids, screaming. I mean, it was terrible. The kid was drawn like a poor little three year old or four year old. But I went, You 
asshole. And I started getting really angry at this because I'm like going, pick me. Yeah. I can take you, but don't pick a kid. Yeah, you could probably reach the eggs. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's that whole <laughs> thing about going for the eggs. Like you're not interested. But um, they are they, they are vicious. And, but, and then people hate them for that. But you know they can I, – I read a thing not long ago about magpies. I think they can remember like a hundred faces. Can you remember a hundred faces? My probably facial not. recognition. I'm probably about – that's about as many as I've A lady got. said hello to me yesterday in Coles. What if we were like that? If we couldn't remember someone's face, and we just swooped them. <laughs> yeah. Just started them. going out. Sorry, didn't remember your face. <laughs> just had another go at you. Here but we they, go. if you're nice to them, they'll remember. Yeah, right. But ours here have never swooped anyone. They're not swoopers because I guess they feel very safe here. So maybe instead of putting a cable tie on your helmet, you should cover it in meat. Or my face. That's a good idea. <laughs> I had a, an old lady in my street, and you're not really supposed to feed animals, no, like I nature, know. natural, like native birds, because it's a bit of a no-no. But there was a lovely old lady in in my street called Agatha, and she never had children. I used to really like her, and she would, I would go down to old Aggie's house, and at four o'clock every day, you should see in her backyard. She fed all the birds, and so oh. they would all start to. They would come into her kitchen, the magpies, the butcher birds were the ones that were on her kitchen table, that every bird, would, there was kookaburras, and at different times they'd all land. There might be 50 to 60 birds. How great. All, and she'd open up. She's gone through, she was given a mince and she had bread. She would have given oh. out like that much food each day. And they all kind of sat there. Waiting their turn. Waiting, yelling at it. And when, when the time came, and I knew when you are at her house, when the time for the birds came, it was unbelievable. Yeah. The biggest, I imagine now the wildlife people would take Agatha down now. Yeah. For what she, but she really loved those birds. That was actually something she loved. Yeah. She really did love not doing, you know. I, I do. I, I help the magpies out when they've got their babies. Oh, but not every day. You know, like I might only just, I'll just put something out twice a week. By accident. Well, no. Like I'm, a worm. Meat. Meat. Yeah, meat. Twice, a, you know, but not every day. Not yeah. every day. I love, um, I love cockatoos too. They're naughty. They've caused quite a bit of damage in our house. <laughs> They're always trying to break in yeah. and they eat the door jams and all sorts of things. I once, Alex tells a story about a cockatoo that lived across the road from him. And whenever the phone rang, it used to yell out, answer the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend's nan had one on her back um, step. It just used to sit there. It wasn't even in a cage. And if it heard thunder or, you know, if it started to rain, it would go, quick, get the washing in. Oh, I love that. I know. Yeah, like an old lady. Quick, get the washing in. So funny. what the, I, I don't know how they do that. Like, I don't know. I, thought, I had a budgie that used to talk. Yeah, some budgies talk. Yeah, my budgie talked. What did your and budgie say? And my budgie used to, I used to say hello. You did the, who's a pretty boy? Well, I just used to say hello. Hello. It used to go, hello, hello. And then at night it would go, quick, get into bed. As soon as I put his oh. like cover over him, he'd go, quick, get into bed. And he'd jump up into his bed. Oh. But what he did do, which used to freak out, my friend Kate will attest to this, when we used to drink and, you know, do a few other things, Um, he used to... Copy my laugh. Oh, did he? he mimic me. <gasps> but it sounded exactly like but me. only when and you were would, drunk because he went, I'll put shit on her now. And it would freak her out. That's <laughs> she'd, the... she'd go, put Sydney James to bed. And I'd just be laughing and then he would laugh more. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I took him to the vet. He had a big, um, <laughs> my budgie to the vet. He had like a big lump on his stomach and he died during surgery. 
I was devastated. Flew him up from Canberra in a plane. You paid for surgery for On a, a budgie. budgie. Yeah. It's probably going to die because yeah. it's not going to survive. I was a little tiny. They probably just killed it when I left and yeah, they charged went, me. Yeah, you charged us 700 bucks. What are you going to do? <laughs> Massive instruments well, I took a budgie. My, I've taken chooks to the vet heaps of times. But do you ever get them back? Yeah, I got Black Betty back. She died later, but I got her back. Because mm, there's some animals I don't think you can help. No. Well, Sydney James was one and Black Betty probably. They seem, yeah, just not the right ones. No. Anyway, that was my, that's your, the, the cockatoo. I'm a so bit tell of tell me about the spider thing. Oh, the spider. So okay. we're gonna, you're going to tell me why. Well, apparently. What does it mean if you're really scared of them? Well, it's before what it means when you're scared of it. It's understanding that. According to Freud, the spider is a symbol of the vagina. Oh, is it? Yes, a big furry I'm one. Scared of the vagina. Yes. Oh. So it turns out that you have learned. That there was a point where you couldn't even look at your own vagina, where you had to, <laughs> to keep it closed. But now, because of exposure therapy. <laughs> I love it. You're quite okay. You're fine. You've learned to live with it. I don't spray it anymore. <laughs> you can sleep if it's in the room. I can. I, if it's on the wall, I'm happy. It's fine. And <laughs> Well, yeah. isn't that interesting? Yeah, and you don't need to get Kato to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> to get my vagina out of the laundry. Yeah, so apparently it's a fear of your vagina and Speaking you have made vaginas. Pain. Can yeah. I just tell a story? International Women's Day the other day and I did a luncheon, which was yeah. great, and one of the women who spoke was a... Well, I think she was a sexologist. She loved the yoni. She talked a lot about the yoni. Yeah. And she she did this thing. And look, I'm not teasing her, but was as a comedian, fucking hell. Yeah, funny. It's funny. She's talking about when she was a young girl, how she was always very scared of the smell of her yoni, you know, because the boys at school would tease the girls and go, oh, yeah. we can smell you coming, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so she used to always be washing and using Femme Fresh and all that stuff. And, and then she goes, now I love the smell of my Yoni. I put my hand in her every day and have a smell every day and I love the smell of her. And, look, I just think fucking that's good. But probably don't tell everyone. Not at the pub. At the pub at a luncheon. I think that's not. That might be something you tell at a group of women, really drunk, five of you in the spa. You know what I actually do sometimes? Oh, do you? That's amazing. Every day. But probably at a luncheon at the pub. It doesn't every feel. Day. Every day. On the mic. She was on the mic. I hope she washed her hands before she um, touched it. And then, and then our friend Kat Davidson, who was also there, she as she did the comedy spot. I messaged her that <laughs> night and said, you know, in quotes, mm. I stick my hand in it every day and have a whiff. And she said, well, I'm at a really bad gig and if I thought having a rummage right now would help, I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> having a rummage. Having <laughs> a rummage. That's really Anyway, cute. that's really off topic but that's cute. she loves the spiders. Obviously she's a spider. Yoni lady. She loves a spider. Um. <laughs> There was not, you know, that thing about there was an old lady, there was a spider. Who lived in a shoe. No, who swallowed a fly. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's got anything to do with anything, actually. I just remembered it. But she did, yeah, she, didn't she swallow a spider and to catch to the, the fly? fly? And then something else had to catch it. Yeah. 
It's a very good. And, and at the end, it was like, perhaps she'll die. Remember? Yeah, it was really confusing and weird. <laughs> it was horrible. I know. It was kind of like you're going, she's going to swallow something else. Yeah, perhaps. And you're she'll going, die. just stop swallowing stuff. Yeah, it's just a fly. How many it, times have you swallowed a fly? Yeah, didn't have to go to that. Yeah, it was really not, not a good thing. It's not nice. What about what's okay? So that we've talked about, we both love wombats. Wombats are the best, aren't they? I love little kangaroos too, and wombats Cute. are beautiful. Yeah. They're just big and adorable. Yeah, because they're just kind of. I've heard cute I've, little buck teeth on them. I've heard of people that have developed lovely relationships with wombats. Yeah, I'm jealous, and that the wombat will just live under their house, and oh. they're quite a bit like dogs, I think. Yeah, they can be very, you know, live their own life, but kind of gorgeous. Yeah. Cute. I do. I do like that. I um, we have some wallabies that live around our house that are kind of quite used to us now. It's, it's hard when you have a dog though. But um, yeah, lovely when you see them out there in the morning. Just no, they are having a little bit of a graze on your grass. It's very cute. I did a little wallaby rescue. Mm. You've done wallaby rescues? No, I haven't. I've never you? rescued one. It's quite. The, I didn't actually. I didn't actually know what to do when I I saw it on the side of the, you know you're driving out those places. Mm way out west and there's this long straight road and there's dead animal, dead animal, dead kangaroo, yeah. dead kangaroo. And out, out of this giant big red kangaroo I see a little a tiny face as I drove past just mm. looked at me and it's its eyes looked at my eyes from the side of the road. In I'm doing about 180 kilometres an hour. Were you on your own? No, I had a friend with me. And it looked at me in the eyes and I just went, stop, stop the car got to get out I've got to go and I've got to go and check this out and I went out and I had a shopping bag like one of those cloth bags mm. and it was it was a big red kangaroo and they're quite hard like his his little feet were really big so he was probably mm. about three months old like he was you know they stay in there for up to two years oh wow so but he was big yeah like he wasn't a tiny one yeah that could, I had to really pull I had to really kind of um I had to yank him out of yeah. his dead mother and he wouldn't have wanted he would have been terrified I was terrified and then I, I put him in his I put him in the bag like I wrapped him up in something and put him in the bag and then I zipped him up in a backpack oh perfect yeah and then hung him up on the hook and then he died no he, <laughs> he did suffocated it. and then I went oh no I've got to drive in a charleville and I'm trying to work out Wow, do they have wildlife carers out here? Like, I think people yeah. don't even do like, they care. Do they care about? Because in some places they see kangaroos well, as plagues. Yeah. Well, I don't. Well, they see them as a pest. Yeah. Which is weird, isn't it? Because I don't think a native animal can ever be a pest in its own country. No. We're a pest. <laughs> well, we're them. a pest because we're trying to grow food. Yeah. And but, but they're just doing what they do. Kangaroos, yeah. and you go. In all reality, you know, we should be farming kangaroos, not. Well, Not we cows, but we sh- yeah, but everyone phasing should. out cows like yeah. c- those kind of creatures are not natural. Hooven the hooven, yeah. Foot. Um, so, and I found this lady who was like it was the it was the it was this kind of wild. She had pigs and she had anyway. She was so sweet, like she just took him out and gave him a little. She come and have a look here, love. Oh, don't think it was a, she was a conventional carer. Yeah, um, but. I would send her money every now and then just to top her up because she was just did it out of her own. It takes a lot to feed. Like she was bottle feeding it for ages. Aww. And then I think when he was about one and, and a bit, she just sent me a message and she goes, oh, sorry to tell you, love, your little, <gasps> little fellow, the gate got open and he, he got out. And I 
actually felt happy because I went, he, he's probably been going, I need okay. to go now. Yeah. And did yeah. you think he'll be okay? I don't know. At that age? I'd say so. He was yeah. a, like a, a, young, a, a young, a young, kang- like a big red kangaroo yeah. by then. But it was really beautiful and she had sent me photos, Aww. like all these kangaroo pics of, as he was growing up. Did and she name him? I can't remember. But probably it was, not. if you're yeah. going to let them you go, let you them probably go. don't want to name so them. So sweet. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was adorable. Oh, so that's what you love. What is there any, are there any that you hate? Kangaroos, no. Um, not animals. kangaroos. Australian wildlife. <laughs> it seems really bad to go into. Yeah, I don't like hate. the idea of box jellyfish, crocodiles. I think I can quite openly say I just hate the gross little, the gross faces. And I hate oh. their grossness. I think I can't, they've got kind of cute faces, big smiley mouths. Crocodiles freak me out. I just think they're just the way they're. Imagine a crocodile getting you in the surf. Oh, yeah, it'd be horrible to get me. But, you know, also a shark, anything like that. But I still think I, I, I like kind of sh- hate them. I know, I reckon I don't like I them. I hate oysters. Do you? Because <laughs> you don't no, like eating them. No, I like eating them. I hate them on rocks. Do you? Yeah. Oh. I find that really gross, creepy. Yeah, it's kind of like a my 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 second husband Russ. He was a crocodile catcher. Really? Yeah, he used to travel. His first job when he left school was with Malcolm Douglas. Yeah, and for one year he travelled around Australia. Um, him and another bloke, and Russ had to film everything. And he said he couldn't believe it. They'd have to catch crocodiles and take them back to Malcolm's farm in in Darwin. And they would be in a dinghy, basically, in a little, like a little kind of tinny, <laughs> not a dinghy, a tinny, and they would be catching big crocs, two meter crocs, like giant oh big my crocs. God, it's kind of, you know, having to tape up their tape up their and... mouths and stuff. Wow. Yeah, he said one day they had this. And what thing. would he do with them? They would just then cart them back. They'd kind of like drag them back and, to the truck and, and then chuck what them would on. that guy do with them? He had a crocodile farm. Oh right, so he wasn't killing them. No, he was farming them. I guess mm. yeah, I don't know what else he was doing. He was really he was making not, shoes. He was a bit like Malcolm Douglas was like a bit like one of the in the day. He was like the Leyland brothers yeah, or he something was. like I that. So him. he had some sort of thing going on. But Russ was saying he had this, this one story was telling he had to all those those mud flats as they change. It, it's always making fun of the young boy and he had to carry all the camera equipment. Him and the other bloke and you know, Malcolm Douglas and the other bloke had got through to the other side were just sitting up and they said there's crocodiles everywhere. But they would just sit and have a cup of tea. And oh Russ was God. going through, and as he was carrying the stuff through, he said, it's like a mud, it's just mud. Mm. And he goes, the tide changed and it's quick, he can't move till <gasps> it goes down. So he said, I was there for hours and they just sat there laughing watching me have tea. And he said, the crocodiles oh, no. were just skimming past me, like going past my head, no. going past, yeah. And he goes, and, still, and he said, I was that angry by the time it I can imagine. <laughs> no one, they wouldn't eat that, Russ, because he was too angry. <laughs> The crocodile went, fuck, not eating him. He's going to be chewy. Mm. Yeah, but it was a fairly, it was a quite a big adventure. Wow, that's amazing. I know. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't think I, I can't think of anything I, like, that I, don't, I hate. I don't, How can you hate them? Yeah, some people do. Mm. But uh, I hate mozzies. You hate mozzies. I think that's fine. They're oh, kind of I hate horrible. Mozzies. Don't see the point. No, March flies are another one too. Yeah, I hate What's them. the fucking point of them? Yeah, they're all. I don't know. Are they native? I don't even know if I they're don't native. Know. Probably, but they. I got a massive march fly bite yesterday through my through my pants. Wow. Yeah, they really hurt. 
Anyway, I've, I've, I love the wildlife. This was a fun one. Yeah, isn't it? Because you actually realise, I mean, there's so much. We've missed out a lot of wildlife, but apologies if they're listening. Yeah. And we didn't Sorry mention to the patty melons and the <laughs> wallabies. <laughs> kookaburras. We did mention the kookaburras because mm. they mentioned possums. the ones. Possums. Oh, we mentioned possums. They don't like possums in New Zealand. They turn them into, um, they, you, they. yeah, they're real pests over there, aren't they? Yeah, but I, I just think they're so cute. Oh, they're adorable. They're really good. Yeah. Little eyes. Very oh, those little cute. buggy eyes. Bats. Do you like bats? I do. I think they're beautiful. Yeah, they're cute. I don't like them on me. No, well, you shouldn't have them on you. I woke up once and there was one on my back. Oh, what? Yeah, on my back. Like. What? My... We've got the little micro bats. No, this here. wasn't a micro. They're adorable. This was a proper. Oh, big fruit bat. Well, this is a creepy aunt and uncle. Mm. They never had. No, there's aunt and uncles that live in a giant house with no electricity in North Queensland in a mango plantation oh in this really old house with no lights and it was, you know, no, the toilet was outside mm. and all the furniture was, it was so creepy, like from my great-great-grandmother who'd come over from Hamburg mm. and it was all hand-carved four-poster beds but all that horrible mm. black wood all kind of knotted looking. Oh. Yeah. So I was in one of those giant big four-poster beds. It's all stinky. Ew. So stinking. I'm lying on my stomach as a little girl just sort of in this room. I didn't know that there's a really high ceiling in this house that all the corners of the room, bats were nesting. No. Yeah. And then. Landed on your landed back. Landed on my back. Oh, my God. And then I screamed and then it hit the wall and hit the wall and hit the wall. Then oh, it was no. like, oh. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, a bird or a bat inside is not good. We had a horrible thing happen one night that someone didn't shut the door properly, you know, and so we yeah. all slept with the door wide open and um, Jared had left the fan on in oh. the office and a little microbat got in and hit oh. the fan and died. He was on the ground dead. That's sad. It was really sad. I was very angry at everybody involved. I don't blame you. Mm. I had a beautiful bird experience where... A little um, willy wagtail came in my house. They're cute. Adorable. And it came in at night mm. and it wasn't trying to get out and it just hopped around and it little wiggled its little tail, like Aww. wiggle, 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 and it just hopped around and was just kind of like being real cute for hours and oh. hours and it just kind of hung out. That's cute. And I went, I think this is some. Um, it's someone. Someone. Mm. And then I asked a friend of mine, an Indigenous lady who mm. knew, an old aunt who lived in the area, and she goes, no, that's a visit. The yeah. weird wagtail are often spirit birds. And yeah. I went, because oh, it felt like something. Yeah, I went, this bird's not stuck. Someone. Had all the doors open. Didn't want to get out. I was visiting. And then it was gone in the morning. I left all the doors. Eventually I went, I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah. Do what you want, Willie. Yeah. See ya. It's because it was one o'clock and I went. You know, it didn't want to go. Oh, it was really sweet. I remember you telling me just before we finish how if you see a white feather, um, was it you that told no, me? No, it wasn't me. No, my friend Tanya told me that if you see a white feather, that's a visit from someone. Oh. And remember when we were out west somewhere and I it was just after mum died and there were just white feathers everywhere. Oh, there and were. I was like, oh, my God, but then <laughs> Ivy was with shit a bag with feathers on it and they were all falling off. I was thinking, holy shit, my mum's here. <laughs> but it was just Ivy's cheap bag. That's hysterical. She had a visit from Ivy's a, bag. Yeah, Ivy's well, bag. Thank you very much for listening to Love and Hate today with, yes. with us. Um, 
don't forget to rate us and all that sort of stuff. And also we're coming down to Melbourne. So if you're listening from Melbourne, we're down there on the the 25th, 26th, 27th, something like that. Yes. 26, 27, 28, something like so that. So I think that's Thursday, it. Thursday, Friday, 20, 25, Saturday. 26, 27 yeah. or something. Go on the Melbourne Comedy Festival website. Yeah. Or, or our s- website. Yeah, or anything like that and check it out and, and do tell people we're actually selling pretty well down there. That's good. So it's good. Well, we sell well everywhere. We do. Look at us selling out. Look at us go. Sell, sell out. Who knew? All right, All right. everyone. Hope See you're ya. well. See you. Bye.